Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Fairfax Toyota. Let's ride together. Got any idea what song this is? Can't even tell you if this is gonna be country or like sad rock or blues or Motown. I'm impressed you know that blues is a thing. I like the lyrics I'm hearing, those apply well, but no guess. You never heard this song? No. You've never heard The Thrill Is Gone? Never. The thrill is gone away. Is this... It's called The Thrill Is Gone. Okay. It had a little Johnny Cash at the beginning. I don't know who this is, though. It's B.B. King. You ever heard of him? No. Heard of Billie Jean King? All right. Let's move on. Um, This song played because The Thrill Is Gone. Uh, Week one was wild. It was epic. It was really, really, really fun. And week two was not. My name is J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? This is the Washington Football Talk Podcast, and uh, a little more subdued this week than we were last week. Pete Haley, Mitch Tischler are here. Pete has never heard of The Thrill is Gone by B.B. King. That should not be a surprise. Um, more surprises he hasn't heard of B.B. King, but let's move on. Tough, tough loss in the desert for our boys. I don't want to do that. That's kind of exactly what I thought was going to happen. Uh, I... I, I was very worried about this offense. I remain very worried about this offense. I thought defensively that was a tough matchup. Um, credit to the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's really good. Their defense was eh. And Washington turned the ball over. And they cannot do that. They made mistakes. They cannot do that. This team is not that good to make mistakes on the road and win games. They're just not. There's lots to discuss, lots to pick at, lots to question. Um, but as always, we want to thank the good folks, Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them, want you to do the same thing. Check them out, OrsmanVA.com. They got everything under the sun, new cars, used cars, leased cars, all of it. Um, a bad game, and I don't think 
any one person is to blame. I, I, I kind of think last week, because that win was so wild and exciting that for some people, like maybe you two, expectations got a little too high and too... I didn't change my expectations after last week. I said 7-9 and at our preview pod, and I stuck at 7-9 and nine last week. But I thought they had a chance to win here in Arizona, and honestly, for them to have a chance against teams like the Cardinals, the defense has to play close to perfect. And that's a ton of pressure and impossible to do week in, week out. And they didn't do it, and you saw Kyler Murray break contain and get to the outside and make some throws. You saw busted coverages, some of the things we saw last year that were a huge problem. I mean, that goal line situation that was, was off. Uh, how does DeAndre Hopkins get wide open? Wide open. Yeah. It, and it was, a bad, it was a bad showing in the desert. A season opening win is a hell of a drug because when they win in the opener, you say, oh, the offense looked kind of bad, but you know that defense was amazing. And, ooh, that slow start, kind of worrisome. But how about that comeback and the resilience? But when they lose, obviously, the problems that were covered by the happiness really, really show themselves. And the offense, we know what they need to do. It's a question of can they do it. The defense held in there as long as they could, but just were too tired near the end. They couldn't deal with Kyler Murray enough. Did they and- hold in there? It was – yeah, it was fourteen nothing in the first quarter. I mean, so there was a point in the third quarter where it was fourteen nothing. There was a point in the third quarter where it's still twenty to nothing. You're like, oh, all right, right. that's exactly. But in the first quarter, it's fourteen nothing. One of them was. You talked about fast starts. Yeah, I know. Just to defend the defense for a second, Cardinals got their first possession from the forty-eight, and then the other touchdown came after a Steven Sims fumble. So the short fields didn't help, but yeah, just the overall takeaway for sure. is all of the issues. We kind of glossed over because they're one to know, and it's exciting. It's a new era. They're growing, and the strengths that were there in week one weren't as strong, and it adds up to just a, a way different attitude for everybody looking ahead. I'm going to say this while we're live. Go ahead and set up a backup because that thing's making noises. Let's not lose a whole podcast. <laughs> Pete and I almost did that in the car the other day without you, Mitch. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know that you anybody did well early. It was 14 nothing in the first quarter. and like It was a great pick by Landon. Sure. Like if you're going to say just early, like just early, he he had cement in his shoes when DeAndre Hopkins ran wide open behind him, but he did make a good break on the ball and did have a nice pick. And had, for a second, you thought they were going to, there was a possibility that they were going to turn around. They had the short field. That was what worked last week for the offense. Short sure. field, move the ball, you know, increments and get the touchdown on the short field. And then immediately they turn the ball over again when the pocket is just absolutely And, collapsed. dude, I am not – we're going to talk about Dwayne here in a minute. Dwayne on that sack, I got – Dwayne didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, you're getting your teeth kicked in and you get the, the ball there, swatted away. Was there talk that Dwayne – There's always talk, dude. I mean, who knows? But, like, like the fumble's not his fault. Could he have secured the ball maybe better? But, like, that's really nitpicky right. considering that there were four defensive linemen around him. He's very hard on himself, so he'll usually find a way to put blame on himself. But post-game, somebody asked him – any thought on that fumble of what you could have done better? And he was like, honestly, no. I, I don't think there was anything I could have done, and I agree with him. I'll tell you what, early, I don't know if it was um, line scheme or or play protection calls or whatever it may have been, but they had to look at that Cardinals defensive line and point out Chandler Jones and figure out how to block him because he's the one guy on that front four that you're worried about that can, that can change the game and can beat you. And multiple times – 
There were times that he was blocked one-on-one. -on -one. There was a play that uh, that uh, it was Brandon Sheriff was still in, and he had him one-on. He had Chandler Jones one-on-one. -on -one. Chase Rudier looked to his left instead of helping out Brandon Sheriff on the right. It, it was just it. The, he he ended up in one-on-one -on -one situations too often for being the one guy who could really hurt you on that defensive line. Well, maybe they deserve some credit for moving morale. Certainly. But certainly, yes. But, I mean, that that belayed the rest of the issues on the offensive line. <laughs> is that a word? Belay is a word. I don't know if you can past tense it. Is belay a word? Yeah. What's it mean, Mitch? It what does, how do you spell it? Under, it? it undercuts. B-E-L-A-Y. Somebody called me out on an idiom this is, earlier. Hey, uh, JP, I got the Belay is here. a word. It's a word. Okay, but the definition is fixed. <laughs> yeah. Fix a running rope around a cleat, rock, pin, or other object. Yeah, dude, when you're rock climbing, you yell, belay on, belay, belay <laughs> off. Whatever you're trying to say. It, it, belied? Belied. Yes, it belied the issues. Yes, that's what I, was, that's what I said. Belayed, said and belayed. then I said belayed. I, yeah, whatever. Oh, it's close enough. The days of anyway. letting Mitch just say things without <laughs> questioning are done on this podcast. Uh, Gosh, you guys are so was, mean to each other. Be nicer. The was terrible. Let's do this. Let's do a blame pie for the whole game, I think. And I'll include special teams because they weren't great. Tress was good, but Sims was not good on punt returns or kick returns. Where's your blame pie? Is Pete? it for the three units? Three units. Uh, overall, not first quarter, fourth quarter, any of that. They lost 30 to 15 to the Cardinals. All right. My recipe for this blame pie is 60 on the offense, 25 on the defense, 15 on specials. Maybe that's way too heavy on the offense. Maybe that's way too low on defense. But it's too heavy on specials. The Steven can't, Sims, you can't have a fumble on a punt return. Steven Sims fumble. Yes, Tress was For this team, you can't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Special teams needs to be downright perfect for them to hang yeah. in, and it wasn't, and it really caused them to slide. I just think, sure, the defense let Kyler go crazy, and the DeAndre Hopkins blown coverage was unforgivable, but the offense, especially the O-line and the lack of receivers outside McLaurin, just glaring more and more. Every second they play. 65 and whatever I said for the other two. 60, 25, 15. There you go. Uh, offense, I'm given 55. Defense, I'm given 40. Specials, I'm given 5. I think that, yes, the Sims fumble was, was bad, but the rest of it was awful. The I, offense and offensive line yeah. were atrocious. I think I'm – I think you guys are giving the defense too much credit. Like, when Arizona wanted to move the ball, they did. How yeah. many? They were three for three on fourth downs. How about the fourth, the first fourth down they went for? Just utter disregard. Yeah. And it's funny because as they were going for it, I was thinking in my head, you know, last week Doug Peterson did that in midfield. What a mistake it was. That was a huge turnaround point in the game. Maybe they'll get a stop here. And it, it, it wasn't really even close. I mean, the play may have only gone for – Three or four yards, but it wasn't a. He, it wasn't close to getting stopped. Fifty-five, forty, defense, five. offense, specials. Fifty-five offense. Yeah. Forty defense, five specials. Isn't that what I just said? No, I think you were sixty offense. No. Whatever. Yeah, I think you and I are the same. But the specials, you can't turn the ball over. Period. 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 And Greg Stroman was out there later to return punts. I don't know. Steve well, Sims, Sims got hurt for a little bit. A little bit, but he was out there later, so I don't know. Um, bad game. Offensive line was bad. 
offense was bad, especially when it when the game was a contest. The offense was bad. Now they kind of made things interesting later, like they've started to do. But what the hell? Start like that, yeah. Right? Like, why is Haskins better in the second half? He he had a really. I'll give Dwayne credit, man. He is honest and like football honest. A lot of quarterbacks just kind of blow questions off, but he was saying we. I I, I don't remember because I was doing the show, but. Did he say we expected to see cover three, cover four, and then they came out in cover two? Yeah. And, and it was just like a big adjustment? I don't know what the specifics were, but whatever he was preparing for was not exactly what he saw. That happened last week when the Eagles uh, on the other side of the ball. And maybe some of that is no preseason, yeah. and you know, you're know you seeing these teams for the first time. I don't know. I don't know. We gave him, this- ma- him, make- him making some throws in the second half is nice to see. The third and one throw to Steven Sims was a good throw. He found Terry in one-on-one coverage, and – as needs to be every single time that they're in a pass play. If Terry's in one-on-one coverage, he needs to he needs to see the football because he's just that freaking good. But at the same time, I think you could see that Arizona got a lot, a lot less exotic in the second half when they were rocking a 20-point lead and they were allowing some of that stuff to be caught. The quick slant to Terry, you know, went for the touchdown, but you're allowing a three- or four-yard slant to, to go there because you just want to keep that clock moving. But I made a note of this. About a minute before halftime, second quarter, Larry Fitzgerald, who is widely considered, like widely one of the most respected players, is this the, the against the linebacker? No, this isn't a play at all. Um, Larry Fitzgerald's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Is, does everything the right way. They showed him on the sideline, and I don't know the specific situation. We weren't there, obviously, but I'm watching the feed, and he's like smoking and joking with a minute left in the first half. They're up at that point, maybe seventeen nothing or twenty nothing. I think they had made the kick, mm-hmm. and it was just like they they got this thing. They are not worried. And yeah. for every joke about the seventeen nothing, we got them right where we want them. Like it felt entirely different. And I didn't feel it. I don't know that week one felt like it was a comeback situation necessarily. Well, as much when as they got it to seventeen seven, it did. Oh yeah, yeah. that's before the I half. Was saying at seventeen yeah. nothing, it didn't. End. But for Larry Fitzgerald to be like kind of. Yeah. He's serious and yeah. invested. Well, they, on that, it was, I think, the second, fourth, and one play that they had. They got Larry Fitzgerald in the in the slot, and he got lined up one-on-one with John Bostick. Yeah. Which, like, Cliff Kingsbury is supposed to be this offensive, you know, mastermind or whatever, you know, the same ilk of, you know, Sean McVay and, and others or whatever. The fact that they were able to get Larry Fitzgerald matched up one-on-one with John Bostick is a is a – 99.8 times out of 100, they're getting that first down on that play. And it wasn't even, obviously wasn't even close. How worried should we be about Dwayne specifically? Mm-hmm. And I know it's not spe- not necessarily fair to say specifically because, JP, you had that conversation with someone who said it's I really it hard to evaluate to him right now. Yeah. But let's just focus on Dwayne himself. Dwayne himself. You know what I'll say? He's not, like, he's not turning the ball over via bad mistakes. Today's turnover was was because the pocket collapsed. It's hard because the offensive line is so bad, and I think Dontrell Inman was not good today either. Like, I think particularly not I good. Think he was Dontrell Inman. He's just I think Dontrell he was, but, like, yeah. you need him to be better. You need a number two receiver. You talked about needing a second pass catcher to step up, and that's not there. It's, ha- it's hard to grade Dwayne, but we're going to have to because this season is – they're grading him. They're grading yeah. him. And whether this or not, season's going to decide whether he's should or shouldn't. That's what's happening. Right. right. Kimberly Martin on like months ago, and she said it's not going to be fair to grade Dwayne this year with this roster, but they're going to do it anyway. And fair or not, right? We pro need football, to. Yeah. Not fair. 
And I think that's – He hasn't been impressive. Yeah. Is it his fault that that, that conversation's a mile long? I don't think it is. I, dude, I, I, I said this on air. I say this all the time. They don't have – it's not even fair to say they don't have enough on offense. They have nothing on offense. They have Terry. That's the list. Think about who on that offense starts elsewhere. Starts. Not as a pro bowler, not as anything. Who else starts on another team? Now, maybe the Eagles are so banged up now that they would start Morgan Moses or something. Like, you can make a – Terry starts everywhere he goes. Maybe not Dallas because they're loaded at wide out, but, like, I think Terry the starts well everywhere he goes. I think Brandon Sheriff starts most places. I think most places, but he hasn't had a – he's hurt he, now. He, he we don't know the severity of the he injury. Also hasn't, he wasn't great last year when he was healthy, and then he got hurt. And it's not like he went out and was being a Pro Bowl he, guard in the first two games that we've seen him this year and right. then he got hurt again. So, so I agree with you that you take it back a step, but I think based on his on – his, That's fine. So I'll, I'll, give also, you a, I'll give you a half. Yeah, yeah. and it's I'll also half. the other the, – it's the one and then the half is your right guard. There's no one else. There's no other receivers, are, are, no other tight ends. I don't know what other receivers are, are on being any other to anyone. Let's no. try to like look at this all There's the way There's a reason around. why the skill groups were ranked as – the worst in the NFL by almost every pundit who had a list this offseason. There's he there's just no. Would maybe Antonio help. Gibson get a half? No, no, not right now. Not yet. Love the I kid. I wonder if Adrian Peterson might have. <laughs> yeah. What he do today for the Lions? Uh, I'll check. I know he was really impressive last week. Um, he had a long, he had a 35, 30 yard run. I don't know what he ended up with for the game, but he had a, he had a nice thirty yard run. Seven for forty one. About what McKissick did. I, so. I'll tell you what. It's a like, good thing that. Hold on. It's a good thing that Peyton Barber got that fourth and one run because that felt like a direct uh, possibility if had he got fell short of it for everybody to blow up and be like, this is why we needed to pound the table and keep Adrian Peterson. Yeah. I mean, at that point, right. I think they just don't have any talent offensively. And I think it's just a ugly truth, but here's the effed up part with the madness that is pro football is that we knew all this. We knew this in July. We talked we about knew this, this in, in August. Like, we talked about this all, all along. Ron Rivera knew it when he tried to give all of the dollars to Amari Cooper. Ron Rivera knew it last Wednesday when he said, yeah, this offense isn't there and it might not be there till next till year. 2021. Right. Like the coach said that sitting at 1-0. Yeah. Definitely going to write a story. Four or five days ago. Yeah. Five days ago. They were working out players. Yeah. They know they don't have enough. We know they don't have enough. We know that they know they don't have enough. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Bo it's not knows. a secret. Everybody knows. So to circle all the way back to Dwayne, he's not good enough right now. Because you need him to be Superman to to win to win fo- to have the offense win football games. No, last week he didn't have to be Superman, and he wasn't def- because the defense was. right. But there are quarterbacks that do that. Yeah. That's the problem. Yes, and at some point. Washington needs one of those. Well, and it can't be this mutually exclusive, like, everybody's bad, they're rebuilding, don't judge anybody, but don't judge the quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, there's like, Dwayne is not the problem, period. He's not the problem. There's a million problems. But he's part of the problem. They're not getting it done offensively. Certainly. All that being said, these are the kinds of struggles I want them to let him try and work through. Sure. I want him to be able to work through this for another eight games, ten games. Sure, at some point, if there's no progress, you move on, but they shouldn't even be thinking about that yet. Keep seeing what he has. But you're right. He's not the problem, but he's also not part of the solution. And the best quarterbacks, when there are a lot of problems, they become the solution. And I don't The best quarterbacks make bad teams good. Yeah. Yes. 
And maybe that's a Canton level but that, I don't know. that's never going to happen. But there, many, there are many, good qu- – Matt Stafford. How many quarterbacks in the NFL step into Washington, into the situation sure. that Washington's in, and make them good? Like, let's, like you can count them on one hand. A little, little wrestling match going on in Russell, Seattle. Russ Wilson is one. It's the top guys. But. Yeah. That's, but, that's, but this season is a referendum on Dwayne because as a football team, you need to know whether he's the guy that you can play with going forward. And after each game, we're going to have to go through this doing the, you know, is Dwayne improving? Is this good enough? Is it, you know, and right now, and through two games, it's not. And it's not all, like you said, it's not all his fault. But at the same time, if this season's going to be a referendum on him, then we're referenduming we're, on he's, him. He's referenduming. He's uh, what an eighth of the way through. I don't know. Got to be better to to note. To, it's got to get better to keep him to to think that you can keep him next year as your QB one. Especially because if there's more games like there were today, you're going to have a high draft pick. Yeah. And who knows what's happening in New England? But Cam could be available. He's on a one year deal, and we know how Ron and Cam feel about one another. The NFL is such a mind f because you just made that very valid point. Last week, we were sitting in FedEx Field parking lot singing, Doctor, Doctor, give me the news. Every position was great. Now here we are. Now you've learned about the blues. If he's poor, yeah. We also weren't saying that everything was all fine and dandy last week. I know. It certainly certainly covered up a lot of the – and that's what winning does. Bullish Mitch doesn't want to own the roller coaster, which is odd. Like I'm I'm, I'm keeping it medium. (laughs) All right. Throw me me a Z-shade. I'm keeping it medium. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I think we've got to talk about Ron. Ron's been throwing a no-hitter since he got here. Like, he's there really hasn't been a misstep, I don't think. Yeah, you could argue about signing enough people or, or building, but he's clearly building it for the long haul. And hell, we saw tonight, saw today, he's coaching for the long haul. Yeah. There, there's two things I think that need to be asked about. And I'm going to start with, to me, the, the timeouts at the end of the game. I don't mind that because he had already shown you what he was going to do with the field goal. And the field goal is what I have issue with. I think all three of us have an issue with that because Pete and I were talking about the, the timeouts when you were inside a minute ago. But settling for a field goal there is. Run the ball on third down because you know you're going to run it again on fourth down. It's window dressing. You're down three scores. Play to win the game in the middle of the third quarter. Late in the fourth quarter, you're down two touchdowns. Get out of there with injury, with no more injuries. I get that. I don't know that I support it, but I understand it. It's tough because Washington fans are looking at what happened in Atlanta or 
with with sure. Dallas early, earlier today where they didn't give up and they came back from three Now they have an explosive down. offense. It's sure. a different circumstance. Sure. I I don't agree at all with the field goal. I do not agree Entirely. whatsoever. The situation. But he, that, he's coaching big picture. And I. He's I coaching big picture because. And then let's say I don't know it, that you can do that in the middle of a game. But also, like, let's say. Coach, if, you play to win the game. If you end up losing that game 27 0 because they go for it on fourth down and don't get it, it, it feels worse than, than this does. I hate that. I hate that. That's 27 fine. to. Dwayne Haskins and them aren't going on the plane at 27 to 3. Back padding, like, hey, we're on to some versus twenty-seven, no. nothing. Oh, we're so like the field goal makes no difference. Not to mention if you they can't got get shut out in the NFL today. Yes, it doesn't you can. matter. A three-point, a three-point effort versus shutout. Not you to mention if they had the touchdown when they cut it to 27-15, it would have been twenty-seven nineteen in a one-score game. I agree with you that they should have gone for the touchdown. I'm just saying that's what Ron, I won unequivocally. Let me say that I hated the field goal. The field goal kick. It's fourth and short. Just, like, throw it on your guys to make the damn play. You did it last week in Philly. Do it again. And I don't care that you're, I don't care that you're down. Go, kicking that field goal there was waving a white flag and was, was poor window dressing. His quote, when asked, it was 20 to nothing in the third. They're at the six. Three minutes left in the third quarter. Why didn't you go for it? I was considering it, but based on certain circumstances, I wanted to put points up. I wanted to give our guys something to have a little enthusiasm about. That's why I elected to take the points. At this point, we are shut out, and that's the one thing I don't want these guys to have to feel, that they are shut out. I get it. It's all long-term in his mind, and I'll give Ron credit that he at least had justification for the decision. He owns it because because he owned the no timeouts later. Because past coaches, if we ask them that, or if they did that, it would feel like, oh, they're just kind of flipping a coin. They have no real reason. Ron has a reason. I think it's a bad reason. I don't care if you want to give them a little enthusiasm. Try and win. But he wants to give them something to be happy about. And I guess he's Ron and I'm a blogger. All those caveats. I just think it was a stupid, weird, soft call. Especially after being so, I want to give our offense, show them that I believe in them a week before. It seems like you kind of undid, undid all the progress you made with them. I think you're going a little too far. I don't think it was stupid or weird. It was a calculated thought decision that I very much disagree with. But I don't think it was stupid or weird. And I don't think it undoes the progress from the week before. I think that still mattered. But it you didn't give your guys a chance. So, let, I mean, let's be specific here, too. It's third and six. So, they had the Morgan Moses penalty, the holding call, which is a killer. Killer. So, it went First from second and year. three at the three to second and 13 at the 13. McKissick, I think. Oh, no, they threw the ball there, right? On second down and 13, Logan Thomas picks up six. So McKissick is cooking at that point. Like, he is moving the ball down the field. You have third and goal from the six. To me, in that situation, you get the ball to McKissick, and you know you're going to do it twice. That's what I do there. They didn't, obviously. Um, They threw it again to Logan Thomas. Dwayne kind of zipped the ball a little too much. God, I hated the call. I understand it. I understand what he was trying to do. Beamich and I got into quite a heated discussion about it because Brian's point is that we can't expect this team to be three years from now right away. And I understand that. But in the game, you have to be playing to win the game. And and in that moment, I mean, listen, I, I've i said I, I agree that I There was should have gone four through. minutes left in the third quarter. But do we, 20 minutes of football left. Do we agree that we think Ron has a pulse of the team? Yeah. 
And if he thinks that that field goal makes a difference for team morale moving forward, you have to you have to give the coach the, that respect that he knows what he's doing. He understands what it means to the guys. We can hate it as what we're doing. We can hate it because we want them to try and win the damn game and cu- and cut it to two scores and score a touchdown there. I'm not, not respecting – I mean, it's no, his I know, call. I just I'm, disagree with it. I agree. I think we all disagree with it. I'm saying I understand it from his perspective. I understand it from a team's perspective if the head coach who I think has a – we've agreed that he's made all the right calls so far. He's pressed all the right buttons along the way from the offseason through now. Let's give him a little bit of leeway, and maybe he's pressing a right button here. Maybe he's not, but – Maybe he is, and he understands where the morale of the team stands. And Did we so we talked to Dwayne Haskins and Terry McLaurin in post game, and who else did a Zoom? Kevin Pierre Lewis. Kevin Pierre Lewis. So I wasn't on for that one, but I in talking to Terry McLaurin and Dwayne Haskins, their morale seemed pretty damn low. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, if it's twenty seven zip and they get skunked and they have to fly home skunked. Maybe it feels a little different, but I don't think... Maybe we're not the, talking to Terry if it's 27. I don't think the three there made any difference on the two, however you want to view those touchdowns that came later. Well, there's a, we could go a million right. more routes. But yeah. also, if he really wanted to worry about the shutout, like you were going to get more possessions after that. You were going to get the ball two or three more times. You didn't have to score right then and there with two seconds left. So the shutout thing still doesn't make sense. And yes, Ron has a pulse. And yes, in a, in a month, maybe the offense will be rolling and they'll say... That second half in Arizona, when we got that field goal, it really pumped us up. But you were down three scores before the kick, and you were down three scores after the kick. Yes. You made no difference in trying to win Sunday's game. Maybe it works long-term. Short-term, it looked I don't think like it's it made about, no sense. I don't think it's like six weeks from now we're going to look at this field goal and be like, man, that was a turning point. It's more the well, We looked like, at it last week when they went for it on fourth down right. as and, a turning point. And maybe, and, maybe that was, and maybe that was giving too much credit to that moment. Or maybe it wasn't because it was a turning point. But the offensive line was getting their asses kicked. The offense was getting their asses kicked. Not on that drive. That was the first time they really moved the ball well. McKissick was moving the ball well. I agree. But as a whole, they were getting their asses kicked. The last thing you needed was for them to have it shoved on a fourth and short right back in their face. They're NFL players. They were on the six-yard line. They're also adults. They can handle a a fourth down. They were on the six. Non-conversion. Like, if the game ebbs and flows, at that point, it was flowing for them. Attack success. I, I hated the call. Hated it. Hated it. I'm not saying it's stupid. I'm not saying it's weird. Yeah. Obviously, they had their own logic. I just disagree with it. Ron is not stupid. He's very smart. He makes a lot of awesome decisions. That one was probably the least favorite decision he's made in my book since he's gotten here. I disagree with the decision. I trust Ron, so I give it. So I give him the leeway to make what we think of as maybe a bad decision. Maybe that's where I stand. That's where I stand at it. That um, is the lukewarmiest, like feet in both pools take. I don't was, like it, but I like it so much. I don't <laughs> like it at all. It was a bad decision. If it was me as the head coach, which it's not, but if it was me as the head coach, I would have gone for it. However, I we have to trust. We have to trust that Ron is has been pressing the right buttons, and maybe that was the right button to press at a level that we don't understand. Okay. Um. Kendall Fuller misses another game. Did Thomas Davis play? I don't believe so. Right? Yeah. I mean, maybe on some snap I didn't see. But like, I, I know he was on the active roster, but yeah. I don't think he played. I know Ron doesn't like talking about injuries, but at some point we need some more information on Kendall Fuller because I know that he got into a practice at the end of last week, 
He was full, full on Wednesday. Yeah. Full but I'm on saying, Thursday. And we're now, Friday. what are we, four weeks from the, three, four weeks from the time yeah. of the first injury? And it's like mid camp. I mean, that's, that's no longer a pulled hammy that's going to be back in a few weeks. I mean, I, I it's an issue. I mean, the sheriff thing looks like it could be a, a problem. We'll, yeah. we'll wait and get more info on that. Uh, I just wanted to run through that. I want to thank Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We arrive at them. Once you do the same thing this Thursday, September 24th, three o'clock Orsman Chevy Buick GMC in Alexandria. You show up, ask a question, get on the podcast. It's that simple. Um, We'll take another album cover picture. Yeah, we'll take another picture for the Instagram. I don't know if we're allowed to get pizza, but if we can, we might get pizza for the group. Sure. Um, and then at 6 p.m., we're going to Tapped at MGM, where we will do our over-unders and our 100 Chips segment, which is sponsored by MGM National Harbor. Uh, we love those guys. You should check them out. Tapped's a lot of fun. We'll be outside, socially distanced, appropriately covered up, much like we are here on my back porch. Quickly... Because I want to do game balls and everything. But how weird was it not to be at the game? I hated it. The most bizarre thing in the world. Yeah, in, it sucked. I mean, it sucked. 13, 13 seasons, I've missed four games, I believe, or something like that. And not being at the game, it was it was strange. Yeah, no good. Anyway, um, I got one game ball. That's it. That's, that's the effing list. And if you got another one, you're really going to have to sell me on it. Because I might... Called veto power on game balls. You might fight us in Seven Eleven Live. Terry, Terry, yeah, Terry, Terry. Anybody else? I'm good with that. If you have something, I'm open to it. I'm throwing a hat tip to Antonio Gibson for his first career touchdown, and that's that's fine. That's a hat tip. You know what? He gets a hat tip. He kind of good between the tackles. I mean, McKissick gets a hat tip for for how much. I'm okay with that. I'm like, I think there. I said game ball. I had one ball. Yeah, but I I can tip some caps to those two particularly. I think those might. I still don't know why McKissick. They're not throwing the ball to him. Yeah, or the running backs in general. I mean, uh, totally. Gibson one catch. Or is McKissick, Dwayne not no looking? We're gonna have to ask Scott Turner this week. Like, is Dwayne not looking? Are they not running those situations? Yeah. Are those guys not running the routes correctly? Because JD McKissick knows how to run routes out of the backfield. I'll tell you what. If Kyle Allen was at quarterback, I gotta believe that those guys would be getting. He doesn't catches. go downfield, dude. Nope. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wonder if it, I wonder if a little bit. We've talked so much about how Dwayne does like to go downfield and how. He's willing to take those one-on-one shots and the chances and 50-50 balls and all the things that that we've yelled about Washington football team quarterbacks for the past couple of years. But maybe he's not looking for the easy three, five yards. Or maybe he's not hitting the guys that, that he could have for those short. Pete short said this days. earlier, and I saw this on Twitter. Like, I know it exists. I, in no fashion do I think they should bench Dwayne, period. Zero. Zero we all agree. What, is, what does Dwayne need? The work. All the work. All the work. And that's st- and that stands. It stands through Pete said it earlier in the pod. Eight, ten, twelve games. I mean I need a sample size. We're, we're not even close to to me, we're totally. not even close to a point. We're all at we zero. We're all three of us at this table are at zero percent. Zero. One quick point. If Ron is gonna kick a field goal to make sure his offense gets three points so they feel better, he needs to let Dwayne play for the next two months. Like totally. If you're playing the that's long game in that area, then you need to play with the quarterback who's not getting a lot of help. In any corner at – what the hell do we call the park now? Washington Football Park? That mm-hmm. is awful. they got to come up with something new. Joe Gibbs Road Park. I'm, you know what? I'm just going to say Redskins Park. <laughs> at any just corner, Ashburn. The park. Yeah. At any corner – in any corner of the park, is that percentage higher than zero? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the 
um, quarter the 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 locker room stalls of Kyle Allen and, yeah. and Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. Right. Those that, that might be that's the, the only other wild card in this scenario, dude. We should ask. Maybe we can get Alex Smith update and trying to ask it like just as a there's polite no thing way. This Listen, week. There's no way to get the I update ask, without creating a. Yeah, I a ask very vague. I ask like what I think are really harmless questions, and I get Belichick. Yeah. So I'm not sure I'm going for an we Alex need, like, Smith update. Like one of the random news week. outlets to just ask yeah. it who aren't there very much. Do a drive by. Drop in drive by. Um. I think the answer is zero across the building. Same. I really do. They're one and one also. Like if they're on two, maybe it's sure. timing. They're one and one. We had, we did a segment on the pregame asking if last week was fool's gold. Hmm. I don't believe last week was fool's gold, but I kind of think the Eagles suck. Yes. But I also so Pete, <laughs> I think you said it on post game. Eagles got drilled today, right? And then they kind of came back and didn't. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Wentz is that good. They're built for Wentz to be really good. Yeah. They got injuries all over the place. I don't know. I think Mitch is about to reference a point I made. Pete said on postgame that this might be one of those things that you look back at the end of the season and you're like, oh, that Eagles win wasn't that good, which I agree might be true. But I also think you're going to look back at this Cardinals game and say, damn, the Cardinals are really good. Yeah. That loss to Arizona in Arizona wasn't The Cardinals are going to win. It's too early. Maybe the Cardinals are going to win the NFC West. I mean, Oh, I had no idea the Lakers were down when Davis hit that shot. Yeah. So that was a game winner. It was. Uh, justifies the. So if you're like, I didn't know why they were celebrating so much. And you hadn't seen game two <laughs> yet, they won. Also thought it was game one. I'm clearly dialed in. Huge yeah. NBA guy over there. Um, I, I think you're going to look back at the Cardinals game as a, at the Cardinals team as a really damn good team. They got they got weapons. Kyler's probably. You the don't MVP. have to worry about that offense. Is Kyler the MVP through two weeks? Maybe Russ Wilson, who, depending on how this game goes. Uh, Cam Newton, Josh Allen. There's some dudes There's doing. Some I don't play the MVP stuff. game through two weeks. Personally. Oh, good, Pete. Look at Pete just dunked on you, Mitch. It's okay. Are you going to take that? You know why? Because at the end of the season, Pete's just going to be handing out awards to everybody to make them all feel good. <laughs> you are trying to give out a week two. M- Not only are you giving out a week two MVP. Leader in the clubhouse. But you MVP. nominated someone that it's halftime of their game. It's past halftime. <laughs> and the guy has 250 and two touchdowns. All right. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This started with game balls, and we gave out one. Yeah. We got to some hat tips. <laughs> Is there any other positive mentions? All right, start with the goats, Pete. And we got a lot of new listeners. If you don't know, this is the old traditional meaning of goat, where if you mess up, you are the goat because you were like, it's like an old Cubs thing where the goat was the bad guy. Yeah. Bad luck. You were getting blamed. You're not being praised. Right. Very much so. As you can tell by the 25 names we're about to rip yes. off. Troy Apke misses the month of August because in the month of August he was hitting guys and his poor tackling angles weren't really visible and he was just lapping Sean Davis in the safety race. But in September he gets flagged for port technique and Kyler Murray jukes by him twice for touchdowns and he gets beaten coverage because he's staring in the backfield and 
he's the number one example of Ashburn syndrome. It's the tests have come back on Troy Apke, Ashburn syndrome positive, and it's bad. And he gets a goat. Were we all Ashburned last week? Like just in general? By the game? Pete, in pregame, you you mentioned 10 and 6. Yeah. I certainly did. Pete, has, Pete did you took, took over. Yo, you kind of Ashburned. You, Pete did take over bullishness, but you're trying to all of a sudden undersell your bullishness. Oh, Don't no. you, do you agree I was, or am I No, incorrect? no, I was absolutely bullish. I'm not, I'm not backing off on that, but I didn't adjust to a double-digit win season and 10-6 and six is a playoff, a playoff spot. We might have all been Ashburn. It's hard because our we've gone from one game of data to two, and you're trying not to overreact. Right. And after one game, but I was thinking the offense. Great. Right. Is that you overreact? But also and there's only 14 more left, so right. we kind of have to overreact. So I was it's thinking finite resource. after one, okay, the offense motion, it can be better. After two, I'm like, man, this offense is in a lot of trouble. So that's why I made that. I think play. getting your Ashburn syndrome. Well, Russ just got another TD. I think getting your Ashburn syndrome results back is like COVID where it's like, Delayed by two weeks, so like you don't really have the results That's as you're great. talking about it. Now that Mitch, sometimes just, sometimes you nail it. That was good. Trapke goat. Offensive line, all of them, all of them. Yep. Across, uh, well, fine. I'm giving a kick of the can to Chase Roulier, and the rest of them get a goat. Yep. Um, it's, it's ugly and needs to get fixed quick. Otherwise, Sadiq, things ain't going to get better on offense. The Sadiq Charles clock has officially started. I don't if know he could play, he'd play. Right. Sure, if he I was he ready can. to go, he'd be going. Are we doing goats? I'm not happy with Ron, guys. And I know th- this is unpopular, but I'm not happy about this. I'm not either. And you get him on Monday, maybe, for a one-on-one? Be Normally, we don't get them coming back from a West Coast trip, so okay. we'll see. Okay. Um, if you do, I'm sure you'll be covering this with him more. And they'll have a reasoning for it. And but maybe I don't it's a love can kick because they kept fighting. And I think the Cardinals are just way better to Mitch's earlier point. I just don't think this team's that good. And maybe that's like to the front office. Or maybe I was texting with someone tonight. I was texting with Barcelona Nate. And I'm like, man, maybe they just are happy to build this over time. And they know they're going to stink this year. And it's okay. Not okay, but like this is the plan. So I don't know what I'm saying here. I, I don't have a specific. Goat, I suppose. If, 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 I don't know, we should, if, if that's the case, if they have, they have agreed, a ton of cash, they didn't spend it. If they've agreed internally that they're going to deal with this, then you need to give a, a tiny tip of the cap to the owner who's allowing it to happen. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> my point being, my point being that if you're, if they're all in agreement inside that this is, that this is the case, which I don't think we agree is. That E is what you normally do at like 2.30 a.m. Like, hey, you want to get one more? I don't think you can have everybody in, in there agreeing that that's the case. That's why this week one win might have just, like, not it wasn't the worst thing for anybody because we all loved it, but it just, we got ahead of ourselves. And I will be the first one to admit it. But, yeah. we Like you said, we knew this team was going to be pretty bad, and then they won once, and I got all crazy and... <laughs> sitting in the Fedexville parking lot, <laughs> drinking a Bud Light, thinking about, man, where are we going in February? Will, will COVID be done so we can go to the Super Bowl? Whatever. I'm giving you, Ron I, a can kick. I I agree. So who have we given goats to? Because we need to give a, the whole offensive line. Yeah. Every, Troy Apke. I think every wideout not named Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Because I'll just lump Sims's fumble in there. Yeah. Um, the tight ends stink. Um, they can't block. The linebackers can't cover. They're trying. I'll give them credit for trying. 
They're tr- Logan Thomas is trying to block. He's just not good at it. You know what? I, like he caught four passes on nine targets. We lauded this defensive line so Marcus much. Marcus Ball the, had a catch. Yeah, like the first play of the game or second play of the game or something. We gave so much credit to the D line for the eight sacks last week. Like I don't know if it was a quiet two sacks it today, was a boy. Quiet day today. Kyler ran for sixty-seven and two scores. What they needed to do was keep him in the pocket and not let him break contain. Yeah, and they, some of that is just Kyler. Sure, that dude is good. He is very. He's very quick. Uh, but they didn't do it, and the starting center was out for the for the Cardinals. And I kind of thought that John Allen and and Deron Payne were going to have a big. Uh, uh, we're going to have a big role in today's game and pushing the pocket from the inside, and they didn't do a whole lot of it. Matt and Ioannidis with, as yeah. well. I mean, I, I think they get at least a Did Ioannidis come out for a he, second? For a second, but he came back in afterwards, so it was presumably nothing. But, you know, to your to Pete's point about – or Pete's question to John Allen about, you know, how excited you get about it, I'd be excited to ask John Allen what he thinks after today. Yeah, and that question made one local media member pretty mad from what I heard. I mean, what happened? He's a bastion of, of journalistic integrity, so yeah. let's go from there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's Yeah. Yeah. That guy that guy gets a can kick for sure. Yeah. Sorry to upset him with my question. We're not gonna stoop. I mean, we've kind of covered you know, the uh, Yeah. The line, uh, yeah. Jimmy Moreland just, had a rough day. Both yeah. Fitzgerald and Hopkins were taking advantage of him. I mean he's a oh five Landon, nine guy. Landon Collins, who I still think gets a gets a uh, he had the pick, but he was bad. Otherwise. He was bad. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, that's I. So maybe he gets a, the touchdown there. Maybe he gets a kick of the can because he had a pick. But I mean, that pick. Nobody on game. defense. Everybody on defense gets a can kick. At least. At least. Including including Jack Del Rio, who we gave so much credit for sure. last week for making the changes that he needed to make to to make this team. Maybe better. not Chase. He's good, man. Like chasing yeah. down Two TFLs, wide receiver screens on the backside. Action. Yeah. I don't know. They were bad all over the I place. I mean, the whole damn team gets it. <laughs> like, yeah. The whole team definitely gets it for the start. Three and out, touchdown for the second straight. I think the whole team is a goat. Like, Except for Terry. Except for Terry. Except for Terry. Yeah. We said that so many times last year, by the way. We're going to continue saying yeah. it because he's, we just did it. And because who else is he going to pull out? Right. Who else on this team starts on another I mean, NFL we can do that. Team. So I, I'm, I'm, I've kind of focused that on the offense because the defensive side of the ball is just so different. Like, because I think. Their front four, their top six on their front four start elsewhere. Yeah, agreed. Montez Sweat, though, very quiet. Kerrigan, I don't. How many snaps did he get? I was thinking about that yeah. early. I don't know how often I saw 91 at all. I don't know if I did either. I mean, I saw him like three times, but I definitely didn't hear his name once. And that might have been because Dick Stockton was saying the wrong name constantly. But... <laughs> didn't he say Redskins like 100 times? <laughs> yeah. He got the quarters. And I, media bashing. I love all media members. I hope we all keep our jobs forever. He had a rough day. I wish Pete the old cranky dude that thinks nobody's ever hard on this team would listen to the podcast right yeah. now. Yeah. Pete and Dick Stockton in the same in the same <laughs> bowl right there. Media members. <laughs> I know. It's so you stupid. know what? That's a can kick. Um, <laughs> over here with a plate full of McDonald's and I'm in my sweatpants and calling out Dick Stockton. <laughs> let's do over unders. You just who's got them? I got them. Do you have the numbers too? Uh I know that oh, Haskins was a tight one. We did 220, right? Yeah, we did 220 pass yards for Haskins. So the results are Mitch went over. You and I went under. So, Mitch, what's that for JP and I? <laughs> Just yeah, take it easy with the buzzer, dude. That, that was a hurt buzzer. That's kind of rough. Uh, the rushing, we said at 82 and a half. I think it was 
80. It was, 80, it, it was 82 and a half, and they went way over. Yeah, sorry. Normally, I send an email because we were in the car that one day, and I had my phone. I didn't write it down. But, yes, the running backs got 109 yards together. I know the number was in the 80s. So, so we hit that. JP and I hit. Mitch went under. And, oh, we all one. went under on Kyler Murray, who went way over 45 rush yards. Yep. And the number, I think, was 31. So we all so went we one, all and two. one and two. No winner. No winners. Right. No blood. No blood. All right. Who's, you got the chips? Uh, the chips. It was a rough day of my a lot of chips, chips went in the wrong direction. One hundred chips brought to you by MGM National yeah, Harbor. Um, we will be there Thursday night at Tapped six p.m. We'll be sitting outside doing a really really fun hundred chips and over unders. Um, it'll be interesting to do next week with Baker Mayfield, Nodell Beckham, and that Browns rushing attack. Um, join us Thursday night, Tapped at MGM National Harbor six p.m. All right, who's got the chips? So JP was the winner of chips. Uh, he had the most. He got the most chips back of his hundred chips. He got back one fifteen because he had he had fifty on Arizona's money line and twenty on Arizona minus seven. I took a big time L on the chips <laughs> front because I had five, just five on Arizona minus seven as the only five chips that I got back. So pete uh, yeah because you didn't really know that we were so doing you had 95 chips on the washington i had 95 on washington i had 80 <laughs> on washington covering and 15 on washington winning outright that, when you were talking about how you weren't that bullish earlier that I, I knew there was a number like that floating around i i was extremely bullish and i i, I don't say that with any uh I, i'm not ashamed of it okay pete got back 57 and a half chips because he had 25 on the Arizona money line and 10 on Arizona um, minus seven. So the overall How did he season, get that many back? Because it doubles? Yeah. You get your 25 back for the money line okay, plus gotcha. half of it. So, so I think. The season total chips are JP's got a buck 85. Pete's got 132 and a half. And we'll just. What is yours? <laughs> I got 106. <laughs> oh. Now, I was going to say this. Whose spreadsheet were you using? Was that? Oh, yeah. Mark? Yeah. Mark Perina. Big shout out to Mark Perina Thank who you. did all the legwork to make this thing, uh, to make this thing and happen. And this is fun that we're doing this. It's kind of like a this is competition. Fun. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that Mark is uh, hooking it up There's a tickler awesome. file that will make this awesome if it comes through. Um, that might be like an October thing at this point. Um, but I will allow something. I enjoy the big lead, and I don't know how we – like. It's Arizona minus seven. So me getting the money line shouldn't pay one to one. No, it paid 0.5 to one. Oh, all right. So he took care of that already? Yeah. He put and that still, in there. And I still had that big of a day? Yeah. So you you had 50 on Arizona money line. You got 75 back because so you're 50, 50 original plus okay. your 25 that you gotcha. won. And you're, we're doing one to one on the spreads because we're not doing minus 110. Really brilliant whatever. system we so, got. All right. Mark is on top of it. Last week he gave us. Um, two two and change to to one for the uh, for the Washington football team win over the Eagles this week. We're in good shape. Um, all right, Peter. Let's move on to the next segment here, and it is brought to you by Dominion National. Why? Because Dominion National wants to know what makes you smile. So, before we get this going, I want you guys to know that you can submit what makes you smile during the Washington football game to the hashtag makes you smile. So, guys. We're clearly frowning right here. Mitch is not a lot of smiles going on. Trying not to frown, and he's doing a good job. But because our friends at Dominion National want to know what made you smile in this otherwise disappointing desert effort. What makes me smile is 
looking around the rest of the NFC East. The Washington football team house is super messy, and it's glass, and you don't mean to throw any rocks in it, but things ain't looking too good in Philly. Things definitely aren't looking good in New York. The Cowboys had a miraculous comeback, but kind of looked like trash for a lot of that game. If you got to pick something to make you smile, the rest of the division is a entire mess, and who the hell knows what's going to happen on the here on out. You don't have to be faster than the bear. You just got to be faster than the other people the bear is chasing. Exactly. <laughs> um, There's a big old grizzly bear. <laughs> I, uh, I got a lot bigger after this game. Yeah. Too, Can my answer be that Pete brought me a milkshake? Definitely. Sure. Dominion National. I mean. It may not be good for your teeth. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to go to Dominion National. <laughs> I don't know if the milkshake, the bourbon, the wine, the beer, or the water are good. Are all great, but. It's a good combo. Um, yeah. I uh I that counts. In that ball game, oh, some semblance of a run game starting to emerge. I, I think that's a big problem. I don't know that I don't know when we do fake or real later this week. Oh boy. I'm not sure that any of that second half offensive surge was real. Yeah. Do you guys think it was? I, I think we should wait to use it for later in the week, but I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah. I have one other uh, go ahead, Pete. Mitch uh, has lots to smile about. I have one other tiny smile. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a small my, smile. My persistent inability to bake potatoes. Well, no, I wasn't going to go there. This is a small one, and but I'm just thinking back to this. This is kind of a random callback, but when Brashad Breland had that pick six against the Chargers a couple years ago in that stupid soccer stadium late in the fourth quarter, blowout. He took it all the way back, then jumped in the stands, and that whole team was celebrating. Idiotic moment. This year, Antonio Gibson's first career rushing touchdown. Big moment for him. Scores in the NFL. Team's getting kind of their asses kicked. He stands up, gives the ball to the ref, and goes back to the sideline. Minute detail, but it showed good awareness. I'm fixated on Antonio Gibson. I think he played a lot better today. Really good in between the tackles. So what made me smile was his maturity, recognition of the moment, to not even spike the ball or show any excitement, even though it was a huge milestone. That's a great one. Yeah. You should blog that. Okay. He actually, you can like find the video. He actually yeah. took the football back to the. He handed it to the ref, and then and then got when got it for yeah. and, and that's what they normally yeah what they normally do is they put it package it off the, the, the no, guys they write that gold that yep. gold marker. No camera flexing, no jumping up in a lineman's arms. Just all right, ref. Can I have that ball, please? Cool. Heading back to the sideline now. I think that's a good one. Two other tiny smiles I have are for Ron's challenge in the uh-huh. very good challenge. Good call. How many? How long has it been since there have been Washington football team coaches that have messed up things as back-to-back timeouts and not, you know, all these different things? It's the adult in the room, and, and he's doing the things that you want head coaches to see. And the other tiny smile is JP plied me with steak and some <laughs> damn good Brussels tonight. Uh, so that was, a, that was a nice little uh, surprise when we got over here to do the pod. I belayed you. You belayed <laughs> me with it. Um, oh, and one, one more time, Dominion National. Providing high-value dental and vision benefits for individuals at TeethKeepers.com. Enroll today and save. That's a uh, kind of baller URL they have, TeethKeepers.com. Yeah, they got there early. Good for them. And thank you to them. I'll never forget that. I I will know their website (laughs) for the rest of my life. You can go to it right now as we finish up here. I don't have a lot to say, I don't think. Let's hope Cleveland's flying high and overlooks this football team. High highs and low lows. It's life in the NFL. That game just sucked. Did you ever think there was a comeback coming? 
No. After the, I mean, it's not really a comeback when it was seven nothing, but the Collins pick kind of felt like, all right, sure, they've got it, it out of their digits. system. They're going to be okay. Once it's it was fourteen, field. yeah, no. I, I, was I Kyler's think. second touchdown where he just kind of like jumped in front of Apke on the on the keeper on the right side? When I saw that, I was like, man, they're not stopping this dude. I don't know that many teams are. But even with – it was even – to me, it was watching him dance around the D-line, the the supposed strongest point of this team. He was basically moving around unfettered back there and making guys miss and, and not getting – not taking pressure or uh, – that to me, that was early on when you saw him doing all that with ease. It felt like this was going to be a super uphill battle. Final point I'll make is the way Cliff Kingsbury just continued to throw the ball, even though the game was pretty much wrapped up, take shots downfield. Kind of reality check for all of us who were I think the fourth downs super high on the defense. Yeah. The fourth downs were just total Backward reality first. checks. Yeah. And there was a lack of like saying like a lack of respect, I feel like is is fairly mundane, but like whatever we thought the reputation was, and maybe you can't really have a reputation after one game, but there were, cause there were some national media that jumped on the eight sacks and everything yeah. like whatever they saw in the film, they weren't worried about. Maybe some of that's having Kyler. A lot of that's probably having Kyler. It, to me, it wasn't so much the, it was that first fourth down that they went for where you had a tickle that like it, maybe it was like the Eagles last week. And then they went with a trick play. Yeah. Double reverse. Kyle wasn't, yeah. Kyler, wasn't different even, quarterback. Kyler wasn't <laughs> even under center. It, it was like, Thumbing your, with thumbing your nose across the – yeah, exactly. How about the notion two years ago that, nah, don't take Kyler. Stick with Josh Rosen. Mm. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. I mean, they clearly – they didn't go that route. This is twice that Dwayne's gotten beat by Kyler. Heisman and then this. Sure. Kyle Allen, meanwhile, <laughs> beat him at Texas yeah. A&M. And then – And beat him last year. unscathed today. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, it's gonna be a long week, <laughs> dude. I'm not. I don't know that I'm ready for the abyss again, and it's coming. You think the abyss is coming? Not necessarily the quarterback abyss, just the the low points that come with bad weeks covering this franchise. We'll see if it's different. Not being in the depressing locker room day after day might help. I also. I, I think, think it might get worse because these zooms are gonna get kind of chippy. Yeah. yeah. I also. I, You're right. They've all been so fun. What I think about is that. I think part of the abyss last year, last year, and I don't mean to pick on Jay and Hell, Bill Jay Callahan was gone. I know three but, weeks from today, Jay was gone. But both we're, of them we're camped out. We're right here, yeah. right? But Bill and Jay and, and they they kept trying to pretend like they were putting a happy face on it, and we're trying to win. This is what we're going to do. I think we're going to get a much bigger dose of reality from Ron. Totally, and I think that might limit the depths of the abyss a little bit. Well, and you we're know not going to have to try and of a long rebuild. It. Yeah, you know, like these. This is early in the process, right? Versus way too far into the process. And I think Ron's already proven and has a track record that he's like an adult, real coach. Right. Let's yeah. go. Uh, I want to thank Orsman Automotive of Virginia. If you're looking for a car, hit them up. You can lease them. You can buy them. They got used cars. Can finance it, all that stuff. They'll take care of you. Oarsmanva.com. Join us on Thursday. Join us on Thursday. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you made it this far, I owe you a beer.